Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the New and Christian Baker Psychic Hour. Here we are. It's Friday, 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 Friday. Hey, next week is Thanksgiving, so I, I, I imagine that our schedule will be adjusted for the holiday, probably doing a Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday schedule. So wanted to give everyone a heads up about that. And Kelly talking. Um, what else? You found that website. What was it called? With our top, we were at the top of the second show. Wealth is one. Wealth is one, but we already mentioned that. Anyway, yeah, above James Bond Frog, imagine that. Yeah, we're rising up in the world. Oh, yeah, certainly. If only we had his wealth. Well. We'll probably be rewarded more fondly in the afterlife. Given the fact that we don't. The poor. Okay, so. Uh, um, well, I need to let the callers know, or for those listeners to know how to get a hold of us. 914 338 Call in number, uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Follow us, please. Um, I'm sorry, it's X. We don't use it very often, and I don't know how to use it very well. You know, you've got to interact with people on there. Anyway. Um, that is how to follow us. And you can do so by going to our homepage, Neil and Christian Baker Psychic. And that's it. Let's bring on our caller. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. So the other day when I was calling your show, and the uh-huh. person in the chat was somebody who is part of the people that are stalking me. They, um, because I posted your show links before, like uh-huh. on my YouTube channel and stuff like that. So when you, the other day when you questioned that, you were right. It was somebody who's from that camp, part of the stalkers. Huh. They they did another spoof email imitating Amazon with another one of my email addresses. And then after I got off the phone with you guys the other day, that's when I caught the lady doing the illegal surveillance, taking pictures of me in the apartment. 
And then I had to start with the police filing police reports. Yeah, I mean, so, I looked at the pictures, so unfortunately, the, the photographs that you have, it's very hard to see anybody in the car. I can't see it, you know, in the pictures. I mean, sort well, of. I didn't send you all of them. It was a, I saw her myself taking the photos. She was a, like, 50-year-old, blonde, short blonde-haired woman using an iPhone to take pictures of me. She was just a private investigator. I mean, I got her, her tags on her car, so it's been reported to the police. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, I mean, this person in the chat, there were several people in the chat, actually, several people, and um, not all of them were concerned with you specifically, but this no, particular person... One. The particular person was, but he, he he was also, you know, there was some kind of stuff that I was, I mean, he knew where we lived, too. I was like, what? You know, not that, you know, it's known that we're on the West Coast, but it was just, I was surprised. I was surprised because this is no one we've ever given a reading to, as far as I know. I've never seen that handle. I mean, of course, they come through with a different phone number, but I don't think we've ever, ever given this person a reading, so... But they knew where you lived? Um, not literally, but, I mean, the, the general county, yeah. They mentioned right. that in the chat. I thought, hmm, that's strange. Right. But anyway, um, I don't know. You know, I don't know. There's no way to find out who's the person that, um, and we have another caller, oh, no, 856, I want to acknowledge you, 856. Huh? I know who the person. I know who the person is. Did you see the chat? How would you know who he is? No, I. This, no, it's not a he. It's a she. Her name is Katie Wallace from Dobbs Ferry, New York, because she's part of the whole Nick Carter camp. No, it was a guy. No, she said that she was a guy. Wait, it's she, not. I, okay, we gotta be careful about. You naming names on the air um, because you're accusing her of something, and we got it. We don't want to get into any legal matters here. But is this the person? Isn't this person? Wasn't she helping you? Well, she she was getting it. See, but that's what the problem is when you're doing this kind of work. They they come in in a bunch of different forms. Like, they act like they're helping you to try to befriend you. They use a bunch of different psychological tactics to get into your camp, to get close to you. It's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we understand that. But we can't, we can't start naming names like that on a radio show that we're doing because that could become liable. a problem for us. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that. So, oh, I don't want you uh, to have problems. Yeah. This isn't a platform to start, you know, screaming Exposing people. people, yeah. We can't do that. I mean, we're, no, I we're even very careful about what we say on the show and whose names we use, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, we do have to be careful. But you think it was that person, but that person, and my, my recollection, was your friend. So this person is not your friend anymore. 
I wouldn't even say a friend. It was a follower. Yeah, but we want to explain um, beyond that. That the name you mentioned. There is no accusation at this point. There's no proof. We're not. This isn't a platform to go and attack her or accuse her. Say where she lived. You can't do that. So we're either going to have to edit out of the show, or, or we're going to have to Doesn't, say that yeah. it's all untrue. And you'll have to find another platform to report things like that. We can't do that on our show. So what we're going to do is say it's untrue. It did. It never happened. There's no name like that. And there's no person like that. Um, but if you want to pursue it on your own, that's your choice, but not on our show. You can't mention names and addresses. Uh, well, I wasn't doxing her. I didn't give out her street address. Well, no, but you gave out enough. You don't get the point. You can't do that. You can't start reporting things like that on the kind of show we're doing. You know, take it up with the police, but you, we, we can't be susceptible to getting sued because you're accusing or mentioning somebody's name and saying they're stalking you. Well, if you Wait, is she the one? Are you? But you're not saying she was stalked. Well, I don't know what you were saying. No, were saying she, she wasn't was the person that was stalking in your me. No. In the pictures. But no, I mean, but how do you know? I mean, at eight five six, we see that you're there. We will take your call shortly. But how do you know that that woman was stalking you, not just taking pictures of the apartment? I mean, anyone can take pictures. Like, I mean, if you're in a public domain, which the outside is, unfortunately, it's legal to take pictures. Now, no, you know, when you think, this yes, is it is private property where I'm at. It doesn't matter if it's private property. You can take pictures of people's homes if that's private property. Not, not while the person's inside the home and under dress. She was, she was parked in a no parking zone. Well, I mean, then she, she was didn't part have of a no right to do it. The best thing you can do, the best thing you can do in something like that is alert the police and have she them did. come out and make a report and see what the rules are, the legal rules are for that. Yeah, I mean, I already I know. Into that, this isn't what the show's about. Right. I mean, I already know the legal rules, though. And she's saying, you know, I'm being stalked. I'm having someone take pictures. Some a person can take pictures of private property if they're outside. They can take pictures of private property. Now, if you have them in your home and you say don't take pictures, that's different. They're on your, you know, they're in your private property. But it's difficult. Well, she was conducting is not exactly private property. How do you know You can't that? take pictures. Well, I talked to the police about it. Okay. So what did they tell you? That she's not allowed to do what she did. That's why they were, they're working with me. Okay. It was well, illegal surveillance. She didn't have a right to do it. Anyway, I don't want you to spend a lot of time with me on this today. I was just okay, basically what? letting you know that there's the people that were in your chat were who you may have suspected them to be. It wasn't somebody just new that stumbled upon your show. That's all. I see. Well, you can message me privately about it more in more detail, and that's okay. fine. Um, okay. Now, do you want to talk about your hearing that you had yesterday at no. all? You don't. Uh-uh. Okay. Any questions today? No. No. Are you okay? You seem upset. Yeah. 
No, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> Today's call. No question. Nope. And, okay. All right. We'll move on to the next. Thanks. So we have eight five six. Eight five six is on the air. Hello, duo. It's Gwendolyn. Hey, hey Gwendolyn. Hi. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, doing fine. Six twenty six sixty nine. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to do a check-in. I actually have been working so much because I was uh, about to um, hit you up last week for a personal, and I ended up working a lot and went away for an event. So um, I will be catching up with you guys. But I missed you, and I was checking in. Now, the last time that I called, Neil said there was an energy, well, both of you said there was an energy coming in, and it did come in, but it kind of floated out. Like a male um, energy? So I'm, kind of, I'm sorry? Like a male energy? Yes, it was. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was. So, um, you, I'm kind of, still single? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's a good thing sometimes. It's, you know, but I don't mind being single when I compare, <laughs> as we should not. But my life with a lot of hubbub in it is not good. So, anywho, that um, that did happen. Um, the energy did show up where it went and where it is right now. I'm not really sure. So, if we get anything on that or um, any other guidance that I might need right now, I'm in that a transition phase again, it feels like. Transition, where is there flux in your job environment? No, or? I mean, no. I think, like, overall, in general, like, my gifts my spiritual gifts are getting a little stronger. Um, you know, there's a new phase coming in, and, uh, and no, my job is good. I've been, I love, I love my job. Um, I've been doing really well there. And waiting I've been, table job? Is that the waiting table job? And then you're also doing like side work. Oh no, no, no! I made moves um, from there. From there, I was doing that construction, and then from construction, I went into um, another national company. Um, so I'm doing very well there. So the income increased, everything did. So yeah, I'm in a great are you, spot now. Are you sick? No, no, no. Are you smoking? No. You smoking? No smoking, nothing. Well, I smoke cigarettes, but not at the moment. No, no, no. That's what I mean. I'm hearing your voice. Your voice. I, I wanted to make sure you weren't sick first because what I got is cigarettes. So you do smoke. Yes. You smoke. Well, I would I recommend. Do. I would recommend cutting that out if possible. I mean, maybe you don't want to, but I don't recommend it, Gwendolyn. Something coming around the corner. Well, I'm I'm not saying that necessarily. I'm I mean, obviously it's not healthy. I'm hearing it in your voice very heavily today. And you've always huh. had that kind of rasp, but today it's more it's more intense and that's why I said, Are you sick first? Because I didn't want to go to the smoking. I didn't know that you smoked. Did you know she smoked? 
No, what do you smoke about a quarter to a half a pack a day? How many cigarettes? No, I'll bet I smoke a pack a day. Pack a day? Yeah, I figured no yeah. good. And you, you know, it's not good. Did you get your lungs checked ever? Oh yes, yes. In fact, I do. Uh, because my mom died of COPD. Um, yeah, I exercise my lungs a lot. Well, a yeah, lot. but do you get scans and stuff? Do you get CAT scans of your lungs? Um, we haven't done one recently. Um, I was seeing um, a specialist for that to get all the testing done and whatnot for the oxygen and everything. Um, no, I haven't done it. I'm waiting for this busy time at work to calm down and then go back into, like, going through the whole regimen of getting checked up for everything. Do so that is on the horizon. Do you have nodules or anything when you were checked? you know if there were nodules or any any lung disease? Yeah, there were on that. There were. There were. There were. They, they told me then to be careful, and I said, I'm not going to keep coming if I don't stop smoking. That's stupid. I hate wasting how, people's time. How many, how many, um, I mean, do you, was it multiple nodules that you had? You know, um, I would think that there were more, like they said that the, you know, it could turn into like a full-blown CPD, you know, COPD. And oh, I'm, yeah, I'm aware of that. In fact, my father came to a reading and said stop. Well, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer stop, but if you have COPD, right. your that's more of a warning. I mean, cancer and COPD are two different things. So the nodules, I mean, you can have nodules because of lung disease. So that can be part of the COPD. But in addition, nodules can be cancer. And, you know, they don't know. You know, it's not like um, when you have uh, uh, a colonoscopy and there's, like, polyps. And they're precancerous, and then they get them out, and you're, you know, everything's good, and you get your checkups, and you know, keep everything kosher there. Right. Lung nodules are either cancerous or they're not. They don't like change to cancer. But if they start, you know, if they grow rapidly, or even they can be slow growing cancers, they don't know by looking at a CAT scan unless the lung nodule has specific, um, specific traits or features that make it look like a lung cancer, like it's speculated, I believe, you know, like with edges. But yeah. there's a biopsy, and it, you should get those checked because if there's growth, you know, if there's been growth on those, any of those nodules, especially if they're in certain locations that are dangerous, then um, like upper right lobe is one area. Um, right. That you definitely need to go and get this checked. I would say go and get your lungs checked. Get go see a pulmonologist. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, I just found out that there's a couple of siblings battling. I one I hear is in the same condition as my father. He died of melanoma and lymph. Um, so I did hear recently that there's a battle going on. So I don't know how yeah. that's going to go, but you're, I don't really. Your voice has taken a down, I mean, it's the last time we spoke with you. I don't know if you're hearing it, Neil. I'm sure you are. Don't you think it's worse? She sounds, I mean, you sound very, like where I, I was thinking, gosh, is there bronchitis going on? But I, I don't know. I, yeah. No. You've got a cough. I hear a cough. You, and you've got to get checked out because you could have COPD, Gwendolyn, and you got it in your family. 
Yes, yes. I I, I have that noted. And uh, it's crazy that you brought it. That must be something that they're on because in a reading, my father came through and said, um, get off the cigarettes. And he said, I was guilty of that. So that to me, yeah. Okay, I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. It's time anyway. I, I yeah. What? So your question okay. though is about like just doing a check in and like you're looking for a relationship. Really, you want a new relationship. Well, yeah. Like, someone's gonna yeah. come in. Yeah. Well, I got confused when the energy came in, and I it actually that was an energy that over a six month period of time kept magnetizing to me every time. Uh, he would see me, and I really just never. I never paid in any mind. I just tell you, you know, I thought if I keep it moving because I'm always busy. But um, so I gave it some time. It kind of floated out, um, and I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do with that. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't understand the question. She doesn't. <laughs> I said she what doesn't. Say? He said I don't understand the question. Then I said she doesn't understand the question. I mean, he Sorry, I'm, that's terrible. We're not trying to beat you up today. What is I'm, this energy's intent? If we want to be specific, what is the intent of this energy? Because it's like floating in and out. This person. Yes. Let's get a birthday date. Uh, I don't have that one. It's a younger um, energy. Clarify this. The person's doing what? He's. I mean, he's coming in and out. This is getting X-rated here. Um, he's entering, <laughs> exiting. Sorry, I know okay. Gwendolyn no, always. I don't like trying to screw you guys up today. Are you talking about in and out hamburgers? <laughs> no, she's saying that. Uh, well, it could be the same thing. We a person <laughs> is coming in and coming and then going. He's not being he consistent. He 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 enters her life and then exits her life. Is that the correct? Yes, like like you guys said, it was coming in, and it did, but it's not consistent. You got to be more specific. I mean, you, 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 he's coming in. Like, are you going on a date? You're going out with him, or he's just yeah, like we saying, did. We did go on a date. Um, he he does all the right things when I see him, but then when um then we fall off again. So he's oh. in and he's out. So, you know, a lot of men today they are they are noncommittal, and they they don't incorporate any sort of responsibility in a relationship other than at the moment. And there's nothing that goes beyond that. So you they hang out with girls. They're they're not planning to get married. They don't want a relationship. They don't want to be tied down. They don't want the girl to expect anything from them except on their terms of quote, being in and out, catching up, you know, hooking up, going out, and then leaving, and there's no strings attached. They don't want to feel responsible. And that's what you've got with this guy. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, like, to me, it was a good situation because I don't want to live with you. I don't want to marry you. I don't need you to pay my bills. But, any, you know... A lack of communication, and then you just come in like we're in the same place as when you left off. Is, yeah, to me, I'm not down with that part. Yeah, well, then, you know, he's not the guy for you because he doesn't right. want to go that far. He doesn't want to feel responsible for even 
tapping in with you unless it's on his terms, not on yours. And And I kind of felt that to be a lesson for me, a new lesson to know where I'm at in that area because I'm too giving, so I haven't been like that. I've been changing those things, you know. You don't want to make the same mistakes as before, and I don't want to invest more than what's being invested. Well, when you when you when you in any situation approach a man that you're attracted to, you have to define. You have to define: is this just going to be a friend, or is this something more committal? And one thing you can do is ask the person if they're looking for any kind of committed relationship at this time in their life, and how responsible are they? to be in a relationship, to what point, uh, you know, just right. out or you mind calling and touching base, you know, what's your, what are your priorities and what are your parameters? I mean, I, you know, right. you can do, you could just play it by ear and go with it, but don't be disappointed if you don't get what you want. You just kind of go with the flow, but you know, right. uh, I think in a relationship, if you're looking for something more serious or, semi-serious with some attachment or commitment, you got to kind of express it. Um, and if you scare the guy off, well, there's your clue right there. Right, right. Yes. I, okay. Yeah, I kind of saw it as um, just a new lesson for me in, in get, where I used to over-invest in people. I'm not doing that anymore. So I've been keeping myself in check in that department, you know, because I'm a giver, and I have to be very, very careful of that. Well, you know, you give okay. with common, you should give with common sense appropriate to the um, situation at hand. Somebody who's met right. you on Tanasha for 25 bucks, no, you know, don't be a fool. You, you have to right. build a relationship and... You know, you gotta be, be careful of people who will mani- manipulate your good. But if you start to say, "Well, now I was a giver. Now I've learned a lesson. I'm not going to be a giver. I'm going to be more reserved." Well, that's healthy. But at the same time, you don't want to lopside yourself one way or the other. You've got to be somewhat moderate. But in terms of being moderate, you don't want to be vulnerable. So it's a little bit of a balancing act, Wendelin. Um, and yeah. At this age in your life, if it's a new lesson, um, and you've been a giver for what, uh, how many years? Over 50 years. Um, well, you know, you you've got to think about your learning process because these right. are that should be have been incorporated in your 20s or 30s. But yeah, You're compounded. You know, you have extraordinary convoluted connections with people because you're compounded. Things are going to move in into that terminology of in and out. Your your journey of uh, meeting people is confused by the idea that you you are multiple. You have energies from different past lives coming in and out of your life, some to one degree, some to others. You have to be careful because in your energy, you have a tendency to be taken advantage of. Uh, right. That's two, two in, your, in your day. And you're a three master number. But, you know, mm. don't go through life paranoid. And don't go through life making absolutes unless it's necessary. You know, some things you have conviction over. But that's what I would right. say. 
I don't think there's anything going on here that you need to be concerned about other than what you've learned. Okay. All right. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought so much, and then when I was looking at the situation and evaluating it, of course, um, yeah, that's what I got out of it. Like, what mistakes have you made before? You are not making those again. I don't have a problem being single. Um, you know, everybody would love to have a companion. That's wonderful, but I want the right one, and I'm. I've said it before, I'm not going to settle for silliness. And I do take my life serious, although I'm not looking for a husband either. I don't want that kind of responsibility on me ever again, really. And that's how I feel a lot of times. I don't rule it out, but I know that it's not something that I'm, oh, I got to get married. No, I don't. No, I don't. I do everything myself, and it's worked out well. You have a combination of energies. You're born in 1969. Your first and last numbers in your birth date are six and nine. Six and nine becomes a fifteen, which is a six. That's twice. You have two. You have three. Actually, three sixes in your birthday. So you know you're you're here to kind of learn how to clean up your third eye. And she's on a multiple of um, eighteen. Three times yeah. eighteen is fifty-four. So we I think we talked about that on the yeah. last show. Show. On the last shore. What's wrong with me? <laughs> there are people that add R's to like. Have you that? That yeah. add R's to like you know like when a word for the vowel they add an R. <laughs> Just yeah, you gotta get her done. Get her done. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I'm sure. What was my point? I three eighteen. So, yeah, three times before, and I'm sure we talked about that before um, when you called last, that you're on, a, you're on a multiple. So that means there's a change coming, and you're still in the midst of that multiple, very much so. You don't have a birthday until next year, June. So yeah. definitely, yeah. What, who's Lee? Lee. Nobody that I'm aware of yet. Nobody that you're aware of yet. Leanne, Lee, 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 it could be a female. L-E-I-G-H, L-E-E, anybody with that last name, Lee. Yeah, nobody that I'm aware of at the moment. Okay. Mm. Any Leanne in your background? Nobody that I'm currently familiar with. Okay. I mean, they could. It could be in their last name, but there's a. I, I associate with like a lot of people on the job. That's a big diverse multicultural environment. So I speak to a lot of people, but I don't go beyond. So you don't. That you may encounter somebody. I, yeah, I understand. Um, do you wear Lee jeans? Just kidding. <laughs> Levi. Huh? Levi is my guy. <laughs> Levi is my guy. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, Levi's don't fit me very well. Never have. No? No. Yeah, I love them, and Calvin Klein is my best go-to because they always fit right. For like, me, my body type. I like well, sevens. Seven is my gene, but I, I do have some others that I fit into well. But anyway, this is this is not about yeah, <laughs> what gene you fit is best. You can't seven Klein. That's, you're saying your first and last name. And Neil's favorite. And I'm going to scold you like I did uh, <laughs> Dion. Dion. Hey. I don't want Kevin Klein coming in here and saying that uh, you don't like his 
that, that you know, someone's going to come in and, and start to sue us. No first and last names. You like Clevin or you like Klein? Clevin? not Kevin Klein. He's just, now he's teasing Okay, you. I like Clevin. I like he's, Clevin. Clevin seems to do it right for me. Yeah. Neil, Neil likes Kirkland's jeans. Okay. You know, Kirkland. Kirkland, you know what Kirkland is? Do you no. Costco. Costco's brand. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. Well, don't say too much. I don't. You mean Coco? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Let's no. change the names of everything. I'm good at nicknames. <laughs> I'm good at those. Um, okay. So pretty much like the third eye. That's where I'm at. You know, the spiritual gift of like knowing someone is going to be coming around that corner in a couple of minutes right now and it happens. And then I don't know. I seem to, it does seem to be getting stronger. What is happening in the spiritual gifting area per se? Well, I, uh, I don't think you need to worry about this relationship. I think you kind of defined it. And if you've learned, we'll put out energy, find somebody that's more to your tune of of, uh, comfort. But I would, you know, Go forward with my recommendation. You have health insurance, good health insurance? I have health insurance right now, yeah. So, okay. yeah, I'm going to get on. Yeah, I'll get on yeah, that. I as mean, far as cleaning. Go ahead. No. Um, I, what I was going to say, like, yes, those things are, are important, and I'm on top of that, um, especially now. It has moved up on the priority list, of course. It's the second time it was mentioned. Don't ignore that. You know, not well, that I was ignoring it at the first time. Anyhow, but the the clearing up of of the third eye with it getting stronger as um, moving along, um, would you say that that progress is actually taking place? Well, since we've known you, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because you were more confused and bemuddled and befuddled. I think over. is the word. Bemuddled is the word too. Um, um, <laughs> So, uh, yes, there's more clarity. The third eye, you know, the third eye relies somewhat on the precision of logic. It, it is still connected to the brain because the brain itself, the sixth chakra that encases the brain, still feeds energy to the third eye. The third eye is really attached to your soul. So you're at, you're, you're, your third eye is sort of contingent on the condition of your soul and how far it's advanced. A lot of people can use their third eye, and they can be totally immoral, 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 amoral, immoral, and, uh, amoral, whatever you, know, you want to say, un- unethical. It, it has the third eye really doesn't have so much to do with clarity, because a lot of people with third eye will take advantage of people, but it has to do with a certain sense of balance and understanding how the third eye operates in terms of breath and vision, the way the brain works, and understanding that the third eye is really the eye of the astral realm, where we occupy the energies of the astral realm and bring them down to the physical realm. I mean, what, I mean, in, in, are you doing anything to develop the third eye? Are you practicing third eye exercises? Are you doing any reading? Um, Uh, reading. Um, No, I don't do readings. What, you know, I'm with my girlfriend a lot and what, for me, because it's always been a natural thing I've done, I now am starting to do that, to exercise it, to focus in on something like there, 
And I wasn't even really trying that day, but there was a gentleman standing next to a building, and I looked, and I said, no, that one's over there praying. I just know it. And next thing I know, it's a couple of minutes, and the gentleman got down on his knees. So he was doing the Islamic prayer. Um, so I picked that stuff up, and I, it's been, I'm trying to hone it in and going to a specific class. Like, I understand now from a past regression reading certain things about myself, and I wasn't really all that far off there either. Um, but I am starting to do that. To sit down and read someone, focusing in on them is a whole other exercise. Oh, for yeah. Me. I mean, I'm because not suggesting that. I'm suge- I mean, well, you can practice on your friends, but, but you know, right. I'm not suggesting, you know, dive into starting giving people readings. That's, you know, uh, that comes later. But, but, you know, as far as reading up on the third eye, if you don't like to read books, that may not be a bit the best idea. But you can listen to tapes. There's things online. Not everything is accurate or good, so you have to, you know. Right, right. Not that right. No I think I'm so used to naturally doing it. I leave it up to spirit as to how we're going to open that up. I always say that to spirit. Like, you, they've done everything with me up till now. They've been on the whole journey. They've guided me everywhere. We've, you know, kicked butt in that area. So um, I don't like to be shoved in a classroom, especially now my age. I just don't, if I don't have to. So I always... We will not shove you in a classroom. We will not shove you in a classroom. (laughs) Yeah. Just for your information, you have three sixes in your uh, birthday. That becomes an 18, which is a nine. You have a nine in your year. And the distance between six and nine is three, which is your master number. So you have a sort of journey that you have in this lifetime in terms of going through the third eye. And so you're talking sort of appropriate to that journey. And okay, on 18, that 18 is important because that's the cycle you're on right now. So it's, we can find it in your code yeah. with those three sixes. And then the nine is the reduction of that 18, which is completion. I mean, nine is a great number to have at the end of your birthday because it does signify complete. I mean, well, 10 is a completion number, but nine is, you know, it, 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 it is, um, it encompasses all the energies of, of the chakra systems, the seven chakras, eighth and ninth. And then anything you add to nine becomes the number you add it to. So it's very adaptable number. Got it. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'm pretty much where I need to be, and I'm pretty much feeling out exactly where my life is at this point. And And people with have a lot of endurance. You've been through a lot. And people with nines really, really do, they're they're very resilient. And you're resilient. You've gone through a lot, family-wise, your kids, everything. So, Mm -hmm. and you stuck it out. So that's good. Awesome. All right. Well, listen, I don't want to hold you guys up take care of um, others, but okay, then that's that information of where I was feeling everything to be. Um, and then I'll get together with you guys on another day for that. I was going to write you last week and say, hey, what time slot do you have open? And then oh, yeah. I got picked up with cool. in an event. Let's give a call. Yeah, so, yes, I definitely will. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Stay safe out there. Yeah, you too. Will do. Peace out. Bye. Get your lungs checked.
through the code? No, we don't. You know, when we talk about uh, the linear code of a birthday, there is a comparison to physics and space and the energy of the universe. For instance, um, black holes exert a vast amount of energy. Yeah. They swallow up light and all matter you mean and no. energy. Why is this all that about? is sucked into the unknown. And this is a theory. Now, space itself is curved and warped by mass. And time slows down an object the faster it travels. And electrons act both as particle and waves, and entangled particles seem to instantly know and react to what happens to their other fellow partners across vast distances. Um, and as quadrum levels and vast distances change, uh, then we get into the level where there is empty space that constantly pops in and out of existence. Now, when we talk about mass, that would be the master number. Master number is the mass. And the electrons and particles would be the linear code. So if we talk about the master number, of your master number, whatever it may be, that rules over the linear code of your, of your birthday. And those numbers are each individual particles, if you will, that interact with one another and influence one another. So if you look at one number in your birthday compared to the other number in your birthday, you could be looking at separate past lives where they each are actually aware of one another, overruled by the whole matter of the mass, which is your master number. Your master number is one number, but it's made up of all these individual, if you will, particles or electrons, whatever you want to call them, and those each represent past lives of several different levels, each of several different levels. So when you're looking, when you're looking at your birthday, imagine that each number occupies a separate past life. And the distance between the numbers actually presents itself as the numbers being aware of one another, even though they're separate. So that's why some of us have deja vu, some of us have reoccurring dreams, uh, why we have separate attitudes about life in terms of job, relationship, creativity. All of that is impacted in the number system itself. Impacted? Yeah. The numbers are impacted by experience. Impacted. That word brings up a lot of scary feelings. Well, we, well, we, I don't know. You, you've got x lax on the table. Here, <laughs> I, I think you're getting things confused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's your x lax dear. So, uh, actually, the, the numbers in your birthday know each other. They're aware of each other over these vast distances of past lives. So isn't it amazing that if we are a composite of past lives, and they all are somewhat, on some level, aware of one another. 
then think of how that might change your outlook on life. That you were experiencing the present level at the same time you were connecting to the vast distances that have occurred between each of your separate past lives. This is something that we're also incorporating into our book in terms of how the birth date is more than just the birth date, how it spells itself out as a narrative and uh, continues to proceed with a journey in each and every lifetime that we have. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. Um, about a birth, this is about a birthday code of a woman. So I believe around 2020, we mentioned on a show that there was this accident. Um, a woman who had kind of a, I mean, they have some notoriety locally in, in this area. He was like a coach moving, and they were family, four kids, moving to South Carolina to for him to start a new job. They bought a home, and the um, father and oldest daughter stayed behind, and the mother and three of her children drove to um, drove to South Carolina to start the home. On so then there was a woman who was on her way from South Carolina to visit her daughter in um, in the same area in California, and they happened to hit each other. Well, actually, the, the woman from California happened to be in the wrong lane. It was like very early hours of the morning. She was on the phone, but a hands-free device. However, all these signs saying do not enter had been moved down. They have a case against the state of uh, South Carolina because of the signage being removed. And she was in a fatal accident. One of her children died. The woman coming to California died. And then... Um, uh, she's now a quadriplegic, though has made great strides. But, I, you know, I watched the case on and off, and I hadn't checked in for probably over a year, and I did check in recently, and I found out that um, that she and her husband had split and re- learned some things about the relationship that he was kind of neglecting her when after she'd come home from the hospital, you know, she'd have these full colostomy bags, not being exercised, didn't have therapy. So she ended up getting out and he's withholding money from her. He's kind of a jerk and all this stuff, but she is born on 420. And so it's really interesting. I went, Oh my God, 420, four kids, two of them and zero. She lost her four kids because not only did she lose her daughter by by death, her children have been taken away from her. The courts are dragging their feet so much. There's been no, there's supposed to be supervised visitation. They have not enforced supervised visitation. So she hasn't seen her children for 14 months. And the two eldest children apparently don't want to see her. And it's actually concerning because the father I don't think is mentally stable and I think he's influencing them negatively. And of course these kids need trauma therapy and they're not getting it. His birthday is um, 11, 11, 11, one, I think, or 11, three, I can't remember, but he has a, you know, his birthday numbers are negative. He's got, he's born in 1973, which is also an 11. So 11's everywhere, but yeah, four, her children that she's lost because right now she's not talking to them at all. She lost her relationship. There's the zero in her karma. 
And so something happened to activate that code. Now, was it a, a healthy relationship prior to, um, prior to this event? Who knows? This guy seems like kind of a narcissist, and you can see her recovery, and she's documenting it um, through Facebook because and Instagram so the courts can see that she's progressing, and, of course, she wants to see her children. But, I mean, this poor woman has lost so much, but, you know, this is past life, and it's right there in her code. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, we could be accused of stretching our imagination so things get the code, you know, 420, 420. And, and and that may be so, but but having said that, there are there are hidden meanings in a code that do correspond to events such as this. But but it's hard when you start to quote manipulate the numbers so that it fits the story, or the story will now fit the numbers. It, there's a, there's a sort of line of confusion and debate there in terms of um, trying to make events fit the code. But that's not to say it doesn't. No, it does. But but it, it's difficult when you start to get into um, the intricate matter of how events in life fit a person's birthday. Um, but it still is a provocative, uh, you know, observation. And, and indeed it may be true, but I'm even guilty of somewhat presenting a birth date in such a way that it matches events in people's of lives. Course. There's always some degree of uh, speculation there that may be a, a, a falsehood. Well, I mean, fantasy. maybe. And you, obviously, I mean, you know, a way to train yourself, for example, is to look at people's birthday codes, famous people, and see how the events in their life do fit into the birthday code. Or, you know, the changes, I mean, even more simply, the changes that happen, their karmic turnover. I mean, you can, but, but it's a good way to learn. And, you know, I knew she was born on 420, I think at 42084 is her birthday. Um, she's, a, she's compounded. But, um, and this happened, this accident happened when she was 37 years old. So she would have been like nine years beyond her karma of 28 almost 10 years, on the brink of 10 years, which is a multiple. So, I mean, you know, things do fit in with the code. But I didn't notice that. And I didn't know, of course, that the family had split in the way that it, you know, has split at the time. So I wouldn't have, the 420 wouldn't have made any sense. But in retrospect, yes, it does make sense. So, yeah, there you have it. I mean, it's interesting. Interesting. Birthdays are interesting. We have about eight minutes left, but I think we're going to wrap for the day. We'll wrap up for the day. So I think we're back on the air, I don't know, Monday, Tuesday. What's your pleasure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We decide over the weekend. We could do it on the weekend. We could do Sunday or Saturday. What do we do, Monday or Tuesday or Tuesday and Wednesday? Right, Monday, Tuesday or Monday, Wednesday maybe or Monday Tuesday, and, Wednesday. Maybe Monday and um, Okay, well, we'll see. Stay tuned to our schedule. We post it in advance on the Blog Talk Radio site. Thanks, everybody, for your participation today. Bye-bye.